advertisers no longer have control over the conversation. You need to be mindful of how consumers are going to take it and run with it in their own way. Imagine how your life and business would look if both were aligned with your purpose. You would find clarity and confidence in decision making, set boundaries to keep you focused, and take intentional actions which move you closer to achieving personal and professional goals. Your host Amy Austin is a successful entrepreneur, coach, speaker, and brand strategist. With marketing and branding experience spanning over 20 years for service industries such as healthcare, software, and entertainment, Amy guides you and your business towards uncovering your purpose and the true foundation of your brand and brings it to life in marketing strategies that educate, engage, and empower. The Pursuit of Purpose explores how to put your unique purpose to work, building an authentic and successful service-driven brand. Each week, Amy will bring you practical advice to help you live your life and grow your business with purpose. Meth. We're on it. This is the tagline for South Dakota's new anti-meth campaign. I'm from South Dakota, so this hits close to home for me. My Facebook feed blew up with comments, mostly jokes and disbelief when this campaign launched. The first I saw of the campaign was actually from Ray Gun, the t-shirt company based in Des Moines, Iowa, that is known for its own take on current events. And they had shirts and other memes on their website for sale within 48 hours, maybe even less, of when the campaign launched. Overwhelmingly, the comments I'm seeing from those in South Dakota are that this campaign is a joke. I read one comment on the local news station's Facebook page by a woman who has been off meth since 2010, and she said the messaging did not speak to her. She questioned how this campaign was supposed to work to get anyone off the drug. The Washington Post even covered the campaign launch. They spoke with two different academic professors, Bill Pierce from University of California Berkeley Haas School of Business and Beth Egan, an associate professor of advertising at Syracuse University. Mr. Pierce said the advertisements, which were placed on television, billboards, and posters, feel like a domestic policy more than an actual effort to reach the people who need the resources. He's quoted as saying, this is not about trying to find the people in the tough parts of town that are hiding from society and using meth, he said. This is about telling everyone in the state, I know we've got a problem and I'm addressing it. Nobody thought about the ramifications and the Twitter reactions are hysterical. Egan's first reaction was, what are they thinking? And then goes on to say, one of the things that struck me is... Obviously, everyone gets the play on words and the twist they're making with it. But what they're missing is that advertisers no longer have control over the conversation. You need to be mindful of how consumers are going to take it and run with it in their own way. Now, on the flip side, I've seen posts on LinkedIn about the campaign that are pointing out the positives. One colleague that, I, that I'm connected with on LinkedIn wrote, It went viral. When was the last time a PSA announcement went viral? And it got my attention. I'm from California. I'm terrible at geography. I would have never paid attention to the state of South Dakota before. And it got my interest. I didn't know there was a problem. Now I do. And I like solving problems, so I can't help but want to know more. And yet another called it a powerful public health campaign. 
In a recent radio station interview, CEO of Media Mindfire, Christy Peel, was asked, how does this campaign miss the mark? And her response was, the campaign makes it look like everyone on the, in the state is on meth. She questioned whether or not the audience was very well understood. Because of the choice of words used to convey the message, it quickly became a national conversation. She also went on to say that a clear intention to surprise without an understanding of how it would be received in the state causes a problem. Instead of talking about the problem of meth in the state of South Dakota, the narrative is about the ad itself, the creative, not the messaging, not the intention behind it. The interviewer then went on to ask, when is any publicity good publicity? She said, it almost always is if you can control it. Right now, this message is not being controlled. If they knew it was going to have this sort of an impact, they should have been in front of this conversation rather than being reactive. Whenever you go out with something intentionally provocative, you need to have a plan. What is the plan if this goes well? What is the plan if this is taken out of the context that we intended. You want to be talked about, but you want to be talked about with a purpose. And is this campaign doing that? I'm not sure. Now that I've set the stage, let's talk about a few of the fundamentals when it comes to building out a campaign. You need to know the problem you're trying to solve. Did South Dakota? I would say yes, to some degree they did. They know they have a problem. I saw a stat that said in the first half of 2019, over 2,200 meth-related arrests were made in 50 out of the 66 counties in the state. There's only 880,000 people who live in the state of South Dakota. So who is it that has this problem? That's the second thing that you need to know. I think this is one point where the methods of developing the campaign start to get a bit murky. One would think the audience is those who are using meth. Since the intention of the ad is to address the problem, the state is facing with meth addiction and distribution. But the message is more universal, speaking to any and all about the role that they can play in combating the drug problem. So when you consider the broad appeal of the message, you need to take into consideration the broader culture of the state. What is the overarching personality in the state? What does the brand of South Dakota stand for? Number three, know the external, internal, and philosophical problems of your audience. This is textbook story brand philosophy that I'm talking about here. The external problem, obviously, is that meth is the problem. Internally, those on meth are losing their livelihood, their homes, they're in need of help. The philosophical problem is that there are twice as many 12 to 17-year-olds reporting use of meth compared to the national average in the state of South Dakota. This is a problem that needs attention. So what is the solution? The solution the state is offering also seems to be ill-defined. And that comes from trying to speak to too many audiences at one time. The website set up to support the campaign directs people to treatment programs and support available throughout the state. But is that the solution those using meth are going to respond to? Or is more help necessary? And will they even see these messages is another really good question. And what are those people who want to help? How do they do that? 
Again, the answers to those questions are probably found on the website, but there is a lot left for interpretation. The call to action on the campaign is just to go to the website. As I've thought about this over the past few days, I've come to one conclusion. I'm torn. On the one hand, I feel like there is a lot more pointing and laughing at the state of South Dakota than there should be, especially when you consider that it's at the result of a public service campaign. And on the other hand, it did make me more aware of just how big of a problem it is in my home state. I question whether the messages were tested in the market before the campaign went live. I also question whether they ran through the possible scenarios and how to respond, as Christy Peel suggested they should have. State officials are responding in reactive ways rather than staying ahead of the narrative and guiding it towards the results that they had intended. This has also raised a level of frustration among members of the South Dakota Advertising Federation, who wrote a harsh letter to the state about taking this campaign out of state and the possible impact it could have had on the industry in South Dakota if they had kept that $500,000, which is how much it costs to produce the campaign, in the state. Their letter went on to talk about it may have saved someone's job at an agency who was forced to let people go. It might have kept people in the state as opposed to leaving the state to do creative jobs. I also believe this is a great case study of knowing your audience. I don't think the agency and the state gave as much consideration to that as it deserved. People in South Dakota want to help their neighbor. It is a Midwest value we all cling to regardless of what state you live in. The tagline, meth, we're on it, attempts to get at that. The problem the helping hand is trying to solve is just too serious for that flippant of a response. It doesn't match. It remains to be seen if this campaign will be deemed a success or not. If it is, it certainly took a rocky road to get there. Just a few things that are coming up in December and January. I'm really excited about the guests I have scheduled to be on the show. Sarah Elkins is a communication coach who uses storytelling as the foundation of her work with her clients. And she is also the founder of the No Longer Virtual Conference, which is coming up in March in Chicago. And then I have James Mayhew. He's a leadership coach and the founder of The Unbusy Leader. It's both a podcast that's launching uh, in early December, as well as a day-long workshop. Jim and I have worked together on a few different projects and just have a lot of very similar philosophies in how we approach the work we do with our clients, and I think you'll really enjoy our conversation. And the last one I'm really excited about is Joey Coleman. Joey is the author of Never Lose a Customer Again and the co-host of the Experience This podcast. Both of those were featured on my very first favorite file episode. The thing that I most appreciate about Joey's book, and there's a number of things that I quote regularly, but it really flipped the switch for me in terms of how I think about experience and service. Experience is proactive and service is reactive. I find myself thinking of that all the time when I am encountering a great customer experience or when I have to go and seek out something that is truly then being of service to me. And it's really changed the way I think about how I do my business and how I 
interact with my customers and my clients. And finally, I wanted to just say that I will be posting the details and the registration for the Pursuit of Purpose retreat by December 1st. This retreat will give you time to be able to reconnect with your unique purpose and identify ways that it influences your personal and your professional lives. It's a really fabulous way to just reconnect with that intention that you have that runs through everything that you do. Oftentimes we haven't identified how to put that into words and this retreat will give you the tools to be able to actually take what maybe is hidden in the recesses of your mind, but you know in your heart that it's there and be able to put it into words that you can hold close to you and use anytime you're making critical decisions. And if you are a business owner, it will help you develop that internal compass or a guidepost for you to be able to go back to and hold your decisions against. It really solidifies why you're doing what you're doing and the way that you make decisions. It's boundaries around what you'll do, how you do it, why you do it. It's really been transformative for me and I'm excited to bring that opportunity to all of you. So the space is limited. I'll be able to have 14, maybe 16 people participating. The date is January 23rd and it will be in Iowa City. You can find all the details and links to the registration form on my Facebook page, which is Austin Marketing, or on my website, which is amyaustinmarketing.com. Let me know if you have any questions about the retreat, or if you'd just like to have a conversation with me about the South Dakota Meth Campaign or any of the other topics that we've discussed up until this point. I'd love to hear more about what it is you'd like to have me talk about, or if you have a guest that you'd like to recommend that I chat with please drop me an email at amy at amyaustinmarketing.com or leave a comment in the show notes. As always, I'd love to have you rate and review the podcast because that will help my show get in front of more people like you who are interested in the topic of purpose and how it influences our everyday decisions and how it really factors into the ability to build a truly authentic brand. This has been the Pursuit of Purpose podcast presented by Austin Marketing. For show notes, links, and more, go to www.amyaustinmarketing.com. You can subscribe to the show and leave a rating, review on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. 